Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson, it takes to everyone. Thank it was you, got a Smith's mark, and now we've got sponsors. So everyone who joined us off us a year ago, fuck you. We're self-sufficient. Hello, <laughs> Samantha Richards. Hello, Dane Swan. <laughs> Ladies, how are we? <laughs> oh, well, thanks, sir. Sir Swan. Um, um, fuck you. That's a, yeah, that's well, a strong opening well, from you, Ralph. Yeah. What happened in the intro? Sam missed the... My old mate would be happy with that. Yeah, look. Well, see, so the thing is, um, we now don't need people to buy merch because that actually we needed it. Otherwise, we couldn't even afford to do the show. So now, well, if you want actually, you wouldn't believe I'm actually sponsoring the show just so I don't have to sign the merch. You exactly <laughs> just don't know that. <laughs> so so it's costing me a fortune to fucking run this show, to do this show. Is that well, you're the Robin Hood. Mystery oh, sponsor. I am, I am. What a guy. Thank you very much. Right. Dane, have you been the to gentleman. the dog groomers? You look like you've had a trim. Me and Barney went and had a trim together. Yeah. Got the, Who um, would have thought? No, I, head, I, I know head head you call yourself the, um, the voice of reason, but you're now also like uh, advisor to the PM, uh, to the Premier, it seems, because he must have read your tweets, Dane. He must have heard your outrage on the podcast. Oh, which one? Regarding which animal wel- welfare. Well, yeah, there's a bit of it, isn't well, there? Well, listen, uh, regardless of what you think of him and his... Uh, listen, I, I don't really know left or right politics or Labor or Liberal. I just know what I like and what I don't. Mm. I don't like being kept in jail. But, um, yeah, I think if your legacy is going to be that you're pro-animal cruelty, I'm not sure that flies with, with any person of, you know, no, no matter what side of the fence they sit on politically. I don't think animal cruelty is high on anyone's list. So mm. um, it's nice to have had a little win there to be able to let the let the poochers get a trim. I haven't had I um, we haven't had it ours done yet because I think it's for welfare dogs or something at the moment. I'm not sure. I read that on the where I get mine done. They put up a post called I don't know something to do with welfare or, or service animals. Or the elderly can get their dogs or something. Emotional ponies. What did you call? What did you call that pony that was on the plane, Dane? Service. The what service did I call animals. I remember the service animals we talked about in a previous podcast, and someone took a pony on a plane. 
Yeah, what about it? What's it called? Is it service animals? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, a service animal. Oh, I've got no cool. idea. But so yeah, so they've got them, so that's nice that they've got them done. I was just wish you'd listen to the rest of my whinging and well, Ralph's whinging, but what else? So if you could I change let, something else, so Dane, what would you, what would be the next thing on your agenda to let um, Dan Andrews know? Well, Ralph seems that he has a problem with playgrounds being tied up, so maybe letting them go or <laughs> they've been done now. No, and and, and while we're there, Ralph, you know, I think it's better to actually tag the person you're tweeting about in your <laughs> tweet because. I think it's the equivalent of like talking behind someone's back. Like if you're going to poke fun or you want your point across, I'm sure you actually want your point across, just tag them in it. You never know, they might read it. So that's, that's, my, that's my constructive criticism for the day. I'm glad you brought this up because I near, I near had to just have a moment on Sunday when you told me to do that because I thought, are you honestly telling me you want every single fucking idiot in Australia who ever has an opinion about anything you say to tag you in on it? Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Got a ways early, guys. Have a drink. <laughs> so old matey lives in a bit out the back of Western Queensland. He thinks you're a prick. Just goes, yeah. hey, and he wanted to tell the 32 followers that you're a prick. Yeah. You want at stage one. <laughs> because, because, because I actually don't think you believe it unless you have... Yeah, you're gonna stand behind it. Oh, Ralph's gone again. If you have the, the courage is probably not the word, but if you have the, um, if you um, the balls to tag them, I guess because I don't, because I've, someone, some people, people have been like Dane Swan, say for instance, is a fuckhead or fat or whatever it is, and I've seen <laughs> it and I've written back and they haven't tagged me and they've gone, oh sorry, man, it's just a joke or thanks for responding that kind of shit. It's like, well, so. My theory is if you don't actually tag them in it, I don't think you actually mean it as much as in if, if you tag them. Yeah, you got to stand as, by as in, as in, it. Rub, um, it's kind of like throwing like it's like throwing a piece when you're in high school and you just like throw a piece of paper at the teacher and then you'd like they'd turn around and say who did that and no one owned up to it. Like you're not cool. Like you've you've got no balls, mate. Mm. Like, you got to stand up and stand behind your word, Ralph. So does that mean you you owned up to those things to teachers, Dane? Um, using Sam's analogy. Well, I wasn't clever enough to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and contrary to what people <laughs> think, I'm not actually, I wasn't actually really, I wasn't a bad kid at all at school. I just kept myself, just, you know, didn't do much. The, once the, um, what's the, once the um, guidance counselor said that my, Chosen profession should be a mortician. That was probably when it was the end of the. That's probably when I give up on school. When, when they said that. Um, oh God. Do you, but, is your guidance counselor? Um, do you think they're a listener of the show, Dane? Wouldn't have thought. Said because they said I had no empathy and have no emotion that I should work in funeral homes. <laughs> You've got to have a lot of empathy to to work in a funeral home, I would think. Oh, well, I don't know why. That's, hey, unless they had nothing else and that was just at the bottom of the barrel. That's a good good point, Sam. I think you would have to. Oh, well, that's, that's what they said. You're um, quite empathetic, though, Dane. I am. I am. I don't know. Maybe so I'm just blase about most things. I don't know. I don't know. You'd have to go back and ask them. But um, I'm sitting here doing a podcast about Urban Dictionary, so guess who's won that little battle? <laughs> Okay, so you brought up something that it's really annoyed you about the tag. Can I bring up something? Oh, God. You've you, you decided to, to, you know, we, we, we did our cruciate ligament. We I, can't, did our cruciate. I can't see you. Oh, okay. 
we did our 12 months. We did our 12 months. And you decided to reintroduce Urban Dictionary. Mm. Can, can our lovely people who listen, who, who we love, if, if you've got some Urban Dictionary to share, I run our social media accounts. I don't need Casually, screenshots yes. of people pooping in other people's poop. <laughs> <laughs> so, so send them to Dane. Just send them straight to Dane. You know what he, they should do, it. Ralph? They should tag him. At Dane's one. <laughs> Probably nothing I haven't already seen. So... <laughs> I'll send them to Odell Beckham if you're going to do that. Oh, yeah, he'd love him. He's probably got a special folder in his phone. Well, he played like shit on the weekend, so I guess it's apt for him. (laughs) What have you seen from the American – oh, speaking of which, what have you seen from the American sports? Because there I was, I look on your Insta story, there's another photo of your doona. No, I was on the couch. I let Mrs. sleep, so um, I snuck out to the couch. Being up at 5.30 on a Monday morning sober is a weird feeling. Mm, Um, Imagine. I don't know how people do it, but – um, oh, I was good. The NFL was back. <clears throat> I went about six fantasy leagues and had heap of multis going. So I got up and I got up and asked through. So it's good to be busy. Mm. Yeah, it was good. Um, probably the the best snippet from the the weekend was was probably Daniel House from the Rockets who got kicked out for breaking Houston Rockets in the NBA who got who got kicked out for breaking COVID protocols. Mm. Yep. Now I think I think um, the Americans are, are way ahead. You know in you know, the way they do their sports, I think in most areas, and I, and I guess sneaking of the opposite sex or maybe or just yeah, a partner, an intimate partner, I guess we call them, I think their game is well ahead of, of the Australian game. As in um, they're getting away with it more or? Oh, well, they got, he got caught. But I kudos for um for giving it a try because he, he brought a bird in and he she said that she was a COVID-19 tester. So she so it had like all the stuff on it. Said she was she was testing for COVID, and um and within his, in his room for a few hours, then obviously got busted and, and left, and then he and got kicked out sword. of the um, bubble. So kudos to Daniel House for um a good effort. And mind you, they were only in the middle of a very very important Western Conference semis um semifinals. So not a bad time to take a risk. And got kicked out. Then they then they got beat by about thirty in the last two games. So, Slug. and he was a pretty important player for him. So, um, oh well. How do you reckon he's feeling, Dane? Do you reckon he's reflecting? Do you reckon he's reflecting and thinking it was it was worth it? Well, like she would have been well, a good route, wouldn't she? Exactly. I hope he got. I hope he got a couple away. Um, <laughs> I hope it was worth it for him. <laughs> do you reckon she yeah. was wearing the hazmat suit and had the big? Uh, the big, uh, you know, the long cotton bud swabs and all that. Because, oh, gee, wouldn't that be? Wouldn't Hello, that get you sir. In the mood? I'm here for your intimate depends, swab. Mm, depends, depends where she was putting the swab. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you can re- reach the nasal passage that way. <laughs> oh yeah, well, alert, alert. Hey, yeah. Well, so you're always giving to the people, but last night there was a lack of um, lack of live tweeting for Collingwood's swap son. So does that mean you were holding exclusively for us? Uh, um, yeah, let's run with that. Yeah, absolutely. You know what, Dane? Yeah, sometimes, no, um, sometimes when I can't be bothered because I've lost interest in a lot of things during COVID, and sometimes when I can't be fucked flicking the footy on, I literally my phone's in my hand, so I just jump on Twitter and see what you're doing, and it kind of like keeps me yeah. up to date with the footy well, in an entertaining way. So I was missing your tweets well, last night because I realised yeah. halfway through the game that it was on. I was like, "Fuck, what's Dane doing? Nothing." No, thank you. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of people feel that way, but I think. I addressed this a couple of weeks ago, didn't I? Um, <laughs> I don't get paid. I don't get paid to send out 
Very true. Oh, we're on hold. It's just me, guys. We're, look, we're having a little bit of a technical difficulties here. They'll be back with us very shortly. We want to. Oh, hang on. We want you to be a part of our. Okay, so we want you to be a part of our. Dave, I'm going to get you to pause. Just <laughs> this is very Swanee and Friends style. Um, you guys just both went on hold for a couple of minutes. So it was just me, the uh, the the technician here, trying to get you back. So would you just take it back a little um, bit? Uh, I think we lost you. We're at yeah, the point where you said you don't get paid to tweet, and we know nothing's for nothing. So. All right. So no. Ralph, do you just want to go? We had a. We just had a fuck up. Let's now we'll talk about the footy or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'll pick it up. <laughs> and, and I hope you're all exempt. We fucking been rolling all time. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. if this sounds like a bigger debacle than most often, uh, there was a pause press for some reason. So, Dane, last night the pies won, and I'm watching Twitter, and there's nothing from you. What's going on? Yeah, well, I don't know if this is recorded before, but let's just say. <laughs> yeah. If you ever want to prove no, that we just, don't edit this show, there you go. Let's just say that um, I kept it all. For, I kept all my knowledge for for here, Ralph, for for the listeners who listen to me. Um, but but Are you Sam, for sale? am I for sale? Absolutely, Ralph. Absolutely. Like um, you know, Sam. I don't know if this was this all recorded, Sam, or no, what no. you just said. No, yes. Well, Sam anyway said she, when she's bored, she looks on Twitter if there's a game going on to get my views. And I said, yes, I understand that. And there's um, and there's probably many supporters out there that do, but like I've just stated, um, nothing's for nothing. And I, I'm not here for everyone's entertainment every time there's a game of football played. Unless. Unless. <laughs> unless I am paid to do so. Then I will watch fucking two camels racing in Egypt. Well, no problems. You should, start, you my, should start an OnlyFans for your I'll tweets, Dane. I'll give you my thoughts on that. And listen, I've said, if Dan Andrews comes to me and goes, listen, mate, we want you to be a part of this, you know, no, no one allowed to leave the house till November. Hey, don't you worry. Tomorrow I'll be on board saying what a fantastic job he's doing and how important it is that we all stay indoors for the next three months. There's not a problem with that, Dan. So if you want an influencer to come and join your party, buddy, just pay up. He makes about 400 a year, 450 a year, while the rest of us are all going bankrupt. So he's got plenty to spend. So Absolutely. if he likes, um, I'll be I'll join his party tomorrow. But um, the footy, oh, well, I, I tweeted a little bit of the Carlton game just because I had them. That was the second last leg of my multi, which was about a six, seven leg multi. The other, of course, the last leg got up, um, which was the Bulldogs. But... Um, Carlton, they, what are they called, the Carlton Blues? Mm. I think so. What should we call the fucking Carlton Vacuums? Because they, <laughs> they fucking suck. Suck <laughs> like money out of your pocket, brother. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, that was disappointing, but anyway. Um, well, guess, in that no, case, you, you, you were also not just tweeting by your pocket, but just to, to get Tomo in. That's usually your hobby on Twitter. Well, Dale Thomas, he says he... I nearly care. He says he very. He says he's investing in both teams. He likes lots of, but I never seen him once tweet about Collingwood and go mate. All this. It's always about Carlton. So Dale, I think Dale can get fucked and go to go to Carlton. <laughs> we don't. We don't want him. We don't want him with a premiership reunion wow. if he's going to keep up this kind of nonsense. Are you listening, Dave? Um, but yeah. So before he was. So I watched. I didn't watch a lot of. I watched. I watched a bit of the game last night, but. Well, watching Italian, I sort of had it on my iPad in the corner, so I figured 
they would win. Um, but in this day and age, well, in this season, how do you know? But listen, they did what they had to. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't be putting my house on them against Port Adelaide next week. The way they're going. Um, and I actually, I read on Twitter. I flipped through Twitter this morning, Bucks press conference or something, and um, on the Collingwood Twitter, so they said something like, "Now, this this could be taken out of context, but when has anyone ever taken anything that anyone Never. said and been put out of context? Never." <laughs> but he said, um, "Listen, we don't. It's not about personnel for Collingwood. It's about their movement and system." Yeah. Now, I'm gonna tell you something, Nathan. It is absolutely about personnel. <laughs> Is there some chance, and I know where you're going because I'm just going to hit your lob here, is there some chance that when you get really good players, if they're playing for you, you're a better side? Oh, is it? Well, <laughs> mate, so, and this, this is what it does me with coaches and stuff like that. It's about personnel. So you're saying me, you, and Sam could get out there next weekend, run the same game plan, and still have the same success. No, we couldn't, clearly. Because uh, Ralph, you'd let us down. Me and yeah, Sam who, would go okay. Exactly. Who would rock for us? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Not me. But so, now Richmond have probably made it a, a little bit of the exception to the rule, the way they play with their burst style and that, but they've got some pretty good depth and the same players. But you tell me if Jordy to go, he wasn't in that side last night. We don't, we get anywhere near him. We lose that game. Jordy kept us in there until, you know, and Gold Coast are pretty good. They, they play a pretty good style. Well, they're not pretty good because they're not, you know, they're okay for where they're at. They yeah. play a good. They play a good style of footy. They're fun. They're kind of fun to watch. They move the ball quickly. You know, they play on. So it was half an entertaining game. But kind of would have need to improve pretty quickly to to do anything in the finals. But you know, Buddy Franklin was out there last night, which was which was awesome. Um, running around, taking bounces, kicking goals, taking marks. Walking, had the strut of Wayne Carey and had the grace and agility of Buddy Franklin for a second there. Uh, I thought it was a for a moment, I thought we were witnessing the greatest player to ever play the game. He honestly uh, reminded me of Gary Ablett Sr. at times last night. He was doing everything, wasn't he? Oh, um, good. So, listen, now, we don't see that a lot from him, but if we get that second half from him, we'll be very competitive. Um, I probably, I don't know what's going on with Brody. Maybe give him, a, depending on what happens, we probably don't want to go to Perth. So if it falls where we have to play well to go to Perth, with, to avoid Perth, we have to win while then playing. But if we're going to finish in the bottom, we're going to finish in the bottom half, and it's got and we avoid going to Perth in the elimination final. I'd rest Brody and rest whoever else has played all year. Just give them a couple of weeks off and freshen them up. But the game was was just okay. Like I said, I wouldn't you know I wouldn't be confident that we could beat the top side. I don't think as if I only think as I don't think West Coast can win it. Um, you don't? No, not it. Not, they, can't put, they don't play well anywhere else at Perth, and then they're not going to get two home finals. I, I don't really think Geelong can win it. Um, Might be the obvious, Port and Brisbane. No, I think Richmond. I think Richmond. Well, Richmond, and I don't think I don't really think Brisbane can win it either. But um, Richmond, Port, Collingwood can because oh, that's probably me saying bias. Oh, that's me being biased. But if they get Steel back. Geordie second up. You can always play well first up. Like you're fresh and you feel good. It's a second. It's always a second week that you struggle with. So it's good that we've already made the final. So um, you can get the second game out of the way and have a straight. Sorry, sorry, but I mean, we saw that with Joe Danaher, didn't we? Like he played as good as he could after a long gap, and then he struggled to back it up. Yeah, you always play well fresh. You come out and then um, you're a bit sore up this week, and then um, 
yeast. I don't know. I don't know why. There's probably some science behind. It. In fact, there might not even be. But that's just what I'm saying. So, <laughs> um, listen, we're in the finals. Like I've said, this season doesn't really mean anything, but it'll be good to watch. Ordered some two, two new tellies um, yesterday, but to watch it, but it'll be good to watch. Um, pies were okay. Go back a bit. Uh, Go back a bit. What did you say? You bought two new tellies to watch it. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I've had these off for 10 years, so I was due for, I was due for an update. Um, you know, the house has been built, I built it, I personally didn't put a nail in the joint, but um, we built it about 10 years ago, so now things are just starting to fuck up and fall apart a bit, so we're just fixing it up, so I'm fixing up all my technology and stuff, all the shit that I care about. Mm. But, um, yeah, so... I also on the put a couple of couple of good ricochet shots. Um, so to finish on the pies, it was an okay game. We played a lot better in the back half. If we move the ball quickly and and fast, um, we look to play on. We 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 will be okay. One thing they need to stop doing is fucking turning it over out of full back. It happens. It happens two or three times a game where we kick the ball in or kick the ball from the back pocket directly, like directly to the opposition. And they go back and have a shot at goal. Against good sides, you're going to get, you can't do that. You're going to get murdered. I'm sure they would have been told this and they don't need me to be telling them. But, um, like the NBA, now if you can cut your turnovers down, like the NFL, if you, the unforced errors, I don't know if that's a stat. Is it, is unforced errors a stat in the AFL? It is, yeah. Good question. No, it is. I don't think I hear it. Have you heard it, Sam? Yeah. No. Oh. I've been watching tennis, so maybe I'm thinking of tennis. Yeah. <laughs> now, Sam, do you want me to explain the difference between AFL and tennis? Oh, you? if you could, if you could. We're a, we're, we're a sports we're a sports podcast. <laughs> um, now I don't know if there's um, now maybe I've just unearthed a new stat. Yeah. Unforced error. Like so, real, but yeah, look, it could be because I've been watching tennis, but I feel like it is unforced error. Mm. Well, I've, I've oh, never seen that. Two languages, one of them. Get on the gates, yeah, would you? That's a group. That's like a group thing. But like an unforced error. Like some, if you get it out of if you get it out of a pack and you boot it down the line, and they're, they're set up a spare behind the ball and they mark it. Yeah. That's it's it's not really your fault because you're you got four blokes on you. All you got to do is try and kick it forward. So that's not enough. You know what? We all know what an unforced error is. I don't have to explain that. But if you're got the ball out of full back and you kick it directly to him to your opposition, that is a if you're under no pressure and you turn it over, that's an unforced error. So I think that should be a stat because I'll be interested to see who is the, who has the most of them, like what elite players turn the ball over the most or unforced. But um, if we keep them to a minimum, I think we can maybe win one or two games in the finals. It might be hard for us to win the flag, but you never know. But it's, it's, it doesn't matter. But One more yeah. quick-uppy one. Mason yeah. Cox. Tell me, because Mason Cox, I'm sure... Two years ago, Queen's birthday, he bent us over, and when he's his best is unbelievable. So, what, what, yeah, what's he like? Uh, um, as a as a bloke or as a oh, player? No, up to you if you want to say that. But, but no, he's, he's fine. He's watching it. He's, um, um, he's he, supremely yeah. he's supremely confident in himself. I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> he's got a nice strut on him, but he's fine. He's good. Um, I get along with him really well. So, but yeah, he obviously. Well, I'm more meant from a footy person side of things. Yeah, so he's. he's Got on good terms with himself, but he seems like he's for a big bloke. Sometimes he can not have confidence, and yeah. when his confidence is sky high, he's unbeatable. Tell you one thing, he does do. He doesn't miss. He kicks the ball straight because oh. he hasn't he hasn't learnt like the rest of us idiots. Tell 
he just he just walks in and kicks it straight. Like it's not a, if an American daughter's played the, the game for five years and we grew up playing it, trying to kick round corners and do all this um, fancy shit. Like he just walks up and just pops it out straight over the goalpost head all the time. So that's one thing he does better than most. He kicks is that because it's not rocket surgery? It is absolutely not. Uh, he kicks it dead straight. But if he if we kick the ball to him well, uh, it's just been said a million times. Like he can actually absolutely make an impact. He just one thing he can't do is just get pushed under the ball. He's got to hold his ground and then just run and jump back because no one can stop him. At least bring him to ground. And that's where guys like Geordie, Jamie, you know, all those kind of guys, Jared Blair, can come in and um and mop it up and, and do their thing. But so yeah, we'll find out. Port will be a big game next Monday. Um, it's a if the positions are set where we can't move, I'd suggest that have a look at resting a couple of the key players who have played all year to give them a week off. But I don't know. But I um one thing last thing on the footy, I copped a couple, I copped a couple of ricochet shots um, on the weekend from Jake Stringer. <laughs> yeah, when um they I don't know if they talked about him being fat and overweight and not yeah. and he shouldn't and he shouldn't um yeah he have a comment. Dane Swan was the only one who Dane Swan was the only one who would get away with that. <laughs> Very similar to Dane Swan. I thought, oh, you fucking assholes. Just plenty of ricochet so- shots about me just um just got sniped from the crowd. Just <laughs> thought about me. I was like, oh, my most playing days are over. I don't need to be brought up again, but um so thanks Jackie Stringer to, for um reminding you appearing like that. So I got ricocheted um for being fat while playing. Which is very right. nice. Enough serious footy talk. Sam, what, what can, you, can you give us an update on the single bubble? What does this mean? Well, the friend what, friend bubble, isn't it? Friend bubble, yeah. I think so basically the, the five-kilometre rule doesn't apply to people that are single and live on their own. So they can go wherever mm. they want to visit another person that is home by themselves. So if I wanted to go to Dane's house, I could only go there if either Dane or Taylor were home, if both of them were home, I'm not allowed to go there, which makes absolutely no sense because if I go there and I somehow give it to Taylor, she's probably going to give it to Dane, so he may as well be there. Probably, yeah. Well, you're not wrong. Do you know what I mean? Or like if I wanted to go see my niece and nephew, I can only go there when my sister-in-law is there and not my brother-in-law. Two adults is a no-go, even though they sleep in the same bed. So if I give it to one of them, I'm going to give it to the other. Makes no sense. Yeah. And you got to wear a mask when you're there. you got to wear a mask when you're there. But I tell you what, the playgrounds were absolutely <laughs> fucking heaving today, Ralph. You would have been impressed right. with the sight that I saw. And it's, the problem is not the kids. It's the, it's the mums that, like, now sit. Like, I saw, like, six – saw them sitting in groups, like, six and seven, just having a good old chin wag because they haven't had a gossip for a while. The outdoors. kids were running rampant. Okay. Yeah, exactly, okay. because the, the virus doesn't get you outdoors, Ralph. It's an indoor virus. Sunshine. What's that? Do, you think, do you think we'll get out early? Because we're going to – it looks like our numbers are going to be under 50 soonish in the next few days. He was yeah. asked Let this me question. read Dane Swan's tweet account before I speak to Dane Swan. So if we dip under 50 cases for our 14-day rolling average in the next few days, will our warden, in brackets, Daniel Andrews, because you should tag people. Exactly. Let us out on parole early for good behaviour, surely. How'd your responses go there? I wrote back to you today, Daniel. Uh, you got back to me yet. It's, it's okay, I'll wait. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're going to be waiting a while, Sam. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know, I haven't really looked a lot. Um, uh, so, Can anyone pick up that you didn't spell lettuce right? Yes, a couple of people. Uh, one actually, one actually had a girl at me and said, 
Um, is that the Collingwood School? Is that the Collingwood School of Spelling? Someone else said something about your IQ being lower than your average yeah. possession get while you're on the field while yeah. you're playing or something like that. He, yeah, he was asked this regular. question on Sunday. He was asked when he was giving out the well, – we're talking about the small and medium business grants. One of the um, journos asked him if we are under, is there a likelihood that these dates will be brought forward? And he said it, he can't see that happening, no. So then he just lied about the numbers. And why didn't you just give us the date instead of telling us about the numbers? Um, he's I a think, loser. I but. think because if we got to the date – and we were over, he'd be able to he'd kind of have like a reason to say, oh, well, we didn't hit our numbers by this date, so we've got to stay inside. So that's what does my head in. I'm not political either. I'm not. But the numbers, I'm only good at one thing, numbers. And uh, You've got a love, lot of it. lovely qualities, Ralph. You're good at tweeting, Ralph. You don't stop. Dang, we'll get to that. We'll get a couple of questions about that. <laughs> And and uh, also, um, what are your GoFundMe page? How'd that go? Um, yeah, well, I've got the new TVs, mate. So it was nice for everyone. Um, and my new dressing gown. So um, overwhelming uh, generosity by the fans out there just to go through a hard time. They need that new 75-inch TV just to go up on the wall. 65-inch wasn't cutting it anymore. Do you reckon we can start a GoFundMe page for me so I can get a new car, like a little hot racer or something? I reckon only fans for you, Sam. You'd probably make more money that way. Do you reckon with feet? Shots of feet? Because that's pretty good. Well, absolutely. One of my um, girlfriends gets a ludicrous amount of requests for <laughs> from men to send photos of her feet. I'm not kidding well, you. Like offered large amounts well, of money to send well, photos well, of her well, feet. Why open the door here? Have she I... could just use someone else's, couldn't she? And how would they know? Absolutely. Oh, she got taps on her feet or something. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm not going to confirm or deny if she does. Use someone else's yeah. feet because. Speaking, well, speaking of something in that realm, you know, one of the greatest families to ever to do it, um, their TV shows finishing up after 20 years. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Ralph, you'd know. Yeah, they're, they're finishing up, mate. Um, Are you okay? Is that what the red wine's for? Me? Yes. No, I'm not sure. Um, yeah. But the same would. Do you think they're. Well, she's a genius, the mum, isn't she, really, for what oh. she's done for the family? Absolutely. So, do you think Ray J feels a bit stiff? Well, he certainly did in the, the beginning, didn't he? Yes, exactly. So my point is, would you, if you were in Kim Kardashian's, would you have done the porno to become the, the you know, the massive family they are now? Would you have leaked it, which rumours are that the mum did to make him famous? which who knows, but we'll go with that because the story's better. Knowing what the empire they've built, would you do that at the start just to become oh, fucking billionaire? That's a great question, isn't it? It's a huge question because there, um, I can't remember what song it was. It might have been a Drake song or someone. Um, or a, no, it was Tiger, but I think back when she was dating Tiger, Kylie and Kim in the video clip but it was never released because they broke up and there's an image in the video clip of Kim is uh, faded into the background and larger than life and it looks as if Kylie's coming out of Kim's vagina and the yeah mm. the, the uh, notion behind that was without Kim's sex tape there would be no juggernaut that is Kylie Jenner because Kylie's obviously yeah. the richest she's become the most successful as far as business goes um, and there would be none of what any of the Kardashians have 
maybe Kendall because mm. she's taken a different path to the others, but yeah. the others would not have as nowhere near as much money to their name nor businesses to she's their taken name. She's taken the MBA path. Yeah, she's the rapper path. Very true, but she also like she has a a distinguished. No, she's very good at what she does. Yeah. Yeah. They all, they all are. They're all geniuses. They're all brilliant at what they do. Kim, I don't, I don't know what she does, but she obviously made a sex tape and become famous. Kylie, Kylie's the makeup and Kendall's the the model. But um, I think it's a no brainer. I think you have to do it Would you because do? people forget. Like it, people forget. Like it was, it was however long ago. I think it's a no brainer. Ralph, would you get your sword out for that kind of money? <laughs> 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 There's there's two sides to the argument, and and the other side is, how would that help me? Compared to Kim <laughs> Kardashian, a, you'd be a billionaire. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, you'd be yeah, playing yeah hundreds of millions of dollars. Unless no, no, I meant as in looking like I did. Unless I sort of had that Ron Jeremy ability to to do some certain things to myself, which I don't. You know, you, you need to have some party tricks if you if you're built like like me. What about a Blumpkin? <laughs> Or a Dutch runner, Ralph, or something like that. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to give a bit of a nod to the greatest family to ever do it to do nothing. Do you know? To, do you know what? Like, I, uh, I think the the amount of money that they uh, that they have to their name for me is too unrealistic for me to imagine. Therefore, I sit here and I go, oh, I don't know if I would. But if you said to me like a more realistic figure that I could actually imagine having in my bank account. Maybe I would say yes, but at the moment I sit here and I go, no, I wouldn't. But like billions of dollars, like billions of dollars. Surely I should say well, yes, sure but I think it's because it's too unimaginable yeah. for me. I'm not sure there's anyone in the world that would say no. Sorry? Pardon? I'll say I'm not sure there's anyone in the world that would say no for that kind of money. Would, would you still be eligible for JobKeeper in, in Melbourne if you did it? <laughs> I'm not sure you'd need it, Ralph, but um, you JobKeeper, yes. Job seeker, no. <laughs> Um, and okay, so and, and one other thing from me before you two can go, I was just I just finished eating dinner, and um, the conversation over dinner was popped into my head. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It was because um, we had all three utensils out. What utensil would you get rid of if you had to, if, if you didn't need it? Fork. Yeah, I'm getting rid of the fork. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because, I think it's yeah. a no-brainer. You can yeah. work your way around that, around with the uh, the spoon. Yeah, you can. But yeah. Liquid and falls the through the spoon, doesn't it? So. Did you guys watch the Kathy Freeman docker? No, I no. didn't. I, I realised it was on because I saw it on Twitter. I was like, fuck. Was I meant to? Uh, well, you, you don't. 
nothing, nothing, for nothing. You do whatever you like. But it, it was. No, really, I thought. Did you tell us to for like? What the The only thing I ever tell you, Nate, is I might be dropping some stuff off. Can you please sign it? <laughs> I don't know. That's why I don't like hearing from you. Dane, have you signed it? Dane, I'm coming past. Is the box out the front? Dane, have you signed the merch? It's pretty much our chat. It's not very nice, is it? Right. It's harassment. So what were your, what were your memories? Because it's 20 years today since the opening ceremony. You were both teenagers. Yeah, I, it was my first year of high school, actually, the year 2000. I was in year eight. Yeah. I was um, I was playing footy. Well, I was wasn't I was attempting. I was on. I, was, I should clarify that I was on a list. I wasn't playing footy. I was um, on a list. Loves. I was list. on an AFL list. Yeah. Well, Long, well, you were born eighty four. Yeah. Yeah, eighty four. So you were sixteen. Right. Oh no! I said okay. Yeah. The yeah. Sorry. I was talking. I had, I had to do a video for me make fortieth today. I don't know why that. And we're talking about the year two thousand. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so 19 years. So where was I? I was 17. Yeah, so actually, when did I get drafted? End of 2001. Yeah, so I was so I was at school. No, I was in year 11. And, and was Sydney Olympics big for you at school? Uh, not really. Well, I, listen, I'm sure it was at the time, but I I can't remember anything about it. So um, I'm sure we watched it at school probably. But apart from that, mate, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a big wasn't a big deal in my head. By the way, when we get messages, it's Dane's pen. Um, yes. Dan? Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, I remember it I being huge. I haven't, re- I haven't written one thing down either, so I don't know what put it in my hand. We need to get we need to get you a pen that doesn't have a clicker, Dane. <clears throat> I mm, think that I it was different, a bit different for me because I was uh, I was thirteen. It was the year that I was I would have been t- twelve, turning thirteen because I'm a June baby. So I was a bit younger, and those kind of things are a bit exciting, like the mascots and you know what you study at school. Like you think about what twelve and thirteen year olds would study, like what they called Ollie, Sid, and I can't quite remember the other one. But I remember it being huge in my life. My um, youngest cousin was also born, and my one of my her oldest brother was trying to get to the Olympics for gymnastics. So I had family over there, so I was fully in, invested in that sense. And then. The Olympics became a goal of mine to work at, which unfortunately didn't go ahead this year because of the little known virus called COVID. But yeah, it was massive mm. back then for me. But I think that's because of my age; like, it was huge. So, did you get to work at any Olympics since, or not? No, it was meant to be this year. It was meant to be in Tokyo, twenty twenty one. I did the Com Games um, on the Gold Coast, which was an in- life changing experience. The best thing that I've ever done, work wise. Um, would do it again in a heartbeat, but. Olympics was on the top of the goal list for this year, and unfortunately, with that being moved to next year, it didn't go ahead. So, so, so when everyone says, "Where were you when?" with Kathy Freeman, because if you're my age, I'm 51, you, you, you remember exactly. Swanee, you can't remember nor give a shit. No, no idea. I remember watching it for sure. It was amazing. She was a hero. Like, I mean, she still is, but I just remember, you know, like when you're a kid, like you'd know Dane, like the way that kids look at you guys, you footballers, like their eyes light up, like you guys are absolute superheroes. I remember feeling that way towards Kathy Freeman. It's because we are, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved it if Doc Arf Shedder said she, she stuck a couple of mates in the boot of her car into the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure that would probably be the most expensive ticket on the lot, watching her run the in the um in the final, wouldn't it? So she probably could have, should have, would have made a good earn from it. I went to one event at the Olympics, and I won't say who, but someone someone we knew and I was working with 
Freddie, Freddie McSpire had, had uh, he, he sort of had some ticket availability. And <laughs> we're walking into the swimming heats because that was the freebie. And want to get coffee? Yeah, no, I was to get a coffee. The crowd's going nuts. I thought it was one of the Aussies. We're outside having a coffee while that Eric the Eel was sinking. I missed it. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's Sydney for me. I remember that. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't remember that. where I was, but I, remember, I, I, I obviously remember Captain Freeman's run because I've seen it a thousand times. I, I know she won it, but um, I've got a shit memory, but I remember Eric the Eel. What That's Eric the Eel. Oh, Fill me in. I don't remember. Hey? The guy from Equatorial Guinea or something like that that swam, he used to swim in a pool getting chased by crocodiles or something, didn't he? And then he'd come out and swam the 50 in like three minutes. You know, I'm probably exaggerating, oh. but like everyone had, okay, everyone had swam, the, the next heat was about to jump. He was still in lane eight, plugging away. <laughs> so I just remember I was with Stephen Phoebe and the Demons had got beaten by, by 10 goals a week and a half earlier in the grand final. Well, that was our double. <laughs> He's getting pumped and then missing that. But the uh, Ute, my favourite was when getting there, The uh, I think it was the Uzbekistan relay team. Mm. And in the heats, if someone jumps early, you're disqualified. Mm. And, yeah. and, and the second bloke jumps early. And the third and fourth guy are just giving him this fucking look of content. <laughs> I swam halfway around the fucking world and I didn't even get wet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gold. It was brilliant being there. Hey, but one thing with the with, with Kathy uh, when she spoke in this doco, so simplicity, simplicity, uh, simplicity. That's the word. Simplicity about okay. and and her game plan was basically just run faster than the opposition. But it wasn't quite that. But it was it was written down. It was like three points, 120 meters, go fast, then easy, and then celebrate around the bend. Um, Swanee, in a in a big situation. Sometimes having that ability to not let pressure get the better of you must be a huge asset. Yeah, well, I think, and I'm not going to speak for everyone here, but I will. Um, most <laughs> sports, is, is a, you can basically you know, dumb it down to something very simple like, now, I don't want to take, now, running is, I don't know how many tricks are out of running, but it's running. So I'm sure she just wanted something simple in her head. Um, like all people just wanted to free your mind, just have a couple of basic things because you've got too much shit going inside your head. Well, that's where you can get confused. That's exactly why, part why, why you see so many of these footballers running around because they're, and then not doing what they grew up doing and they're not do, to playing on instincts because, you know, I've said it a thousand times on here or anywhere, but the game is so overcoached and there's so much defensive mechanisms going on that, no, they run out there and go, all right, the ball's in the back pocket. I'm starting on the wing. I've got to jog. I've got to move. It's like a game of chess. I've got to move three paces to me right and then follow up this bloke while the ball's been kicked to the left. I've got to squeeze over five and then I've got to push up. While the ball's been done now, I've got to go here. I've got to go there. I've got to squeeze up. I've got to run here. I've got to run. This is my part of the ground I own now. I just keeps going like that. And when most sports are pretty simple games. Um, so I'm sure... Kathy was she's oh she's brilliant she's a Aussie hero obviously one of our favourite ever um, sports people so yeah it's it's pretty basic to go out and have some pretty simple basic goals that's what I did my simple goals was to go out and get the footy as much as I could um, it's it's a pretty simple goal uh, yeah. that's exactly what I did um, time when I did my time trials though running geez, I had a bit of shit going through my head those during those times so um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah me and Madge, um 
So Kathy kept it um, simple to three things. I had about a million things going through me when I was running four laps of the footy oval. <laughs> most, most of them were like, where can I put my foot where I can roll my ankle so I can get out of this? So that was most... And that was my, the shit that was going on through my head. So I, first, first lap was like, oh, this is not too bad, actually. Sit in midfield, yeah, no problems. Uh, second lap was, oh, here it comes. <laughs> Other people going, past me, match goes past me once. Yeah. Well, I usually didn't have – the, the weekend before training, I usually, like before pre-season was back or after Christy or whenever we had a time trial, I tried to keep myself um, in half-decent shape. Um, over the weekend, get a good night's sleep and that. But um, third lap, I was I'm really in some pain here. Like I really want to step on a rock or put my foot in a crevice so I can roll my ankle. Or I really want to stop um, getting angry at everyone, especially you know I know I'm off the subject, but who really annoy me at, during time trials really piss me off. There's a bunch who aren't doing it, and they clap you around the boundary. Come on, Swanee, keep going, mate. Push up, push up to him. Fuck, they annoy me. Like, and the, and the coaches and like, and, like, the staff and, like, the players who are injured, they go, come, Swanny, can't push up to him, push up to him. Not one for positive like, reinforcement, Swanny? <laughs> no, I'm like, mate, fuck off. I'm not, you're not running. I am. And you know what? They're usually all the really good athletes who did it. And then, mate, I don't, it's like the equivalent of me going during the footy, during the actual match practice or the game of the MCG going, hey, mate. Go and get the footy. Come on, buddy. You'll be right. Go and get the footy once or twice. That's what the aim of the game is. Come on, buddy. Come on. Keep running. Trying to get the footy. That, that's exactly the equivalent of all the all the good runners at the footy club. Go, come on, push up, mate. Push up. Get him. Get him. as well. well, go and get the footy. That's the problem. I can I can go and get it. So that's I don't, I'm not stressed. But, um, so I had, a, I had a few more things. I had a few more demons going through my head, mate. When I was running a lapping like Kathy, she kept it simple. Mate, I was like a beautiful mind. I had all kinds of equations going in through my head. Like, shit, first lap a minute twenty. That means I've got to run a minute twenty the next the next three laps. Oh, that lap was a minute thirty. I've got to push it. I've got to push it. Then uh, next lap, minute twenty-five. Oh, fuck yeah! I've got no. I've got nothing left. It's going to blow out. All kinds of weird shit going through your head. I, I can't stop laughing because you know, one of the legends of the game talking about four laps of the footy ground. We used to do laps of Caulfield Racecourse. So there, there was two case one lap. And people used to build it up so much, like it was the be-all and end-all, like time trials and stuff. Like, uh, I remember actually, I remember, so we used to do a 2K um, and, you know, first day back pre-season, like of after the off-season, I think, you know, the good players would run, like the elite athletes would run 6.20, maybe. And like, there's always a lot of, you know, it depends on where you were in your career. Like obviously, if you were struggling with your last year and you were young and you're on the outer, you need to obviously come back flying. So that's fair enough. So you'd run PBs. But, but just talking about myself, if I got under seven minutes, you know, for the first day back, you'd be, you know, as long as you got a six in front of it, fucking who cares? But... Um, <laughs> But so some people build it up like they get anxiety, you know, it's crazy. But um, so one of one bloke ran over eight minutes, which is like, you know, I could just about run eight minutes now. Yeah. Um, and Mick said you had to beat, you had to beat, I think, uh, uh, I might say his name, but it was when, I were, when Mick was coaching 
he ran about it. He walked. He walked in it. So <laughs> mate, the the one thing you can't do, as much as no. uh, how fucked you are in a four or five lap, you can't walk. Like, you, 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 he started walking and then he got back on the jog. <laughs> and then um, he ran about eight minutes thirty, and we're like, we will stop. I'd been stopped for a minute and a half, and it's a long time when you're running. Um, and Mick obviously like blew up, and he goes, mate, you got to. He's got an AFL list. He's like, mate, you got to be here from. His skinny folds were through the roof. He's like, um, you got to be here from six a.m. to six p.m. every day of the week, Monday to Friday, until you get your skinny down and you you improve your your time trial. And he went, nah, fucking, I'm out, and left and went on the WA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shannon Cox, I think his name was. Oh, there you go, dropped him in. I think, I think, and um, another one for you while I'm here. Um, Luke Shepard ran up the tan hill backwards because his quads were sore when we did a lap of the tan. <laughs> and you know what the fuck thing was? Well, he ran up backwards past me. <laughs> <laughs> I, was having, I was having a conversation with him while he was running backwards up the hill. And and he obviously started the horseshoe, so I think that's about eight eight hundred, eight fifty to the to the hill, and then however long six hundred up the hill, or whatever it was, mate. So we we get to, <laughs> I'm trying to fang it up the hill, hurting, and Luke Shaving comes down and passes me backwards. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, he's like, mate, my quads are killing me, so I've got to go up backwards and stuff, mate. That'll do me. Okay, he beats me on this time trial, running backwards, and that's it for me. Then Gotchi ran past me, Brad Gotchi. Come on, Swanny. Come on, Swanny. Piss off. Well, leave me alone. Is that where you yeah. start having problems with short people? Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, um, for me. so speaking of other things that are other sporting events that are obviously mentally tough, um, I've been watching the tennis and Naomi Osaka won the US Open and she was the first woman in 26 years, I think, in to come back from a set down in the US Open final, which is obviously a mental game, right? Like it's the two best tennis players in the world, and she yeah. won it, which is a, an amazing yep. feat. But um, the men's draw would, to use Dane Swan's quote, had a bit of whiskers on it because um, Novak was ejected under interesting circumstances. Did you see why he was it's kicked out? Play? No, they didn't play because of COVID. And then Novak was evicted, uh, ejected. Oh, first round of semis, I think, because he hit a ball and it hit a lineswoman in the throat. It was a bit, very controversial, yeah. Dan. I'm sure you're all over it. The, so, the Dominic, ridiculous rule. Yeah. It, well, it was a little bit way. ridiculous. The only, thing you go. the only thing I knew of this, the American Open, well, US Open, was the job which hit the ball in the lady's throat. That's the only thing I've heard of US Open. So that's how much sports don't really mean anything this year. No. Well, that was going to be my question because Dominic Thiem, he won. And it's, you know, they were all going, once Novak was out, they were like, oh, it's going to be a change of guards. It's going to be a new a Grand Slam champion for the first time in years. Who's it going to be? You know, Dominic's a great tennis player. But are you are you saying that you believe that this year all sports have got a bit of whiskers on them? Do you, do you say that? Yeah, so you know, nothing, nothing sure of. Um, well, horse racing is the only one that's, that isn't. Yeah, well, I'm not very smart because there's actually no need for a crowd. Yeah, well, absolutely. Um, well, I'll give you my opinion. First of all, with the Djokovic incident, um, in my opinion, it's ridiculous that he gets gets the ass. Now, obviously, it's horrible that the lady was hurt and she—I think she got death threats and stuff like that. Mm, um, it's awful. Which I'll, I'll my last you Ralph, about death threats in a sec. But um, in my opinion, I think what would be a greater um, punishment is. That, if somebody, whoever gets hit, that person 
gets the player's prize money for the tournament. That's a great Ooh, idea. So imagine get in the game. Yeah, ma- ma- imagine the linesman just jump, trying to jump in the way of tennis balls and that. <laughs> Be like a goalkeeper but, in, the, in soccer. Yeah, or or half of it and half goes to charity or something like. Because tell me, like he still see he still gets the opportunity to play. He's playing for free, so we'll really see how invested he is in the game. Mm. Um, what was it the quarters or something? So you might be looking at a couple hundred thousand there. Mm. Like, oh, I don't know, actually, I don't know how much tennis players get paid, but. Might be two, three, four hundred thousand to get that far. Tell me that that lady wouldn't have been fucking yes, please. It should be a Jogovic's biggest supporter. If she's okay. going to make all that all that prize money, so that's my opinion on that. Uh, saw... And he gets still gets to play. Well, the thing that annoyed me, like uh, there was something that happened in in the um, AFL with Toby Green the other night and they, um, I'm not sure who kicked him in the face, but they were like, oh, you know, if this was the other way around, Toby Green would have been sent to the tribunal. This guy, like he didn't even get a free kick. Did you see it, Dane? Yeah, oh yeah, that's really, yeah. Because well, because in the beginning there. of the year at the ATP Cup, the um, Nadal did the same thing, hit a tennis ball, and it actually hit one of the little ball kids, a little girl in the head, and it knocked her hat off. And his reaction was the same as Djokovic, as he was fucking shocked and like super apologetic, and went over and gave her a kiss on the cheek, and her day was made, and. It was all smoothed over. Yeah. He continued to play and everything was fine. But I think because Djokovic has got a bit of a, you know, stigma around him at the moment with, you know, the partying during COVID and those kind of things, I wonder if, you know, he hadn't had that rap sheet throughout the year if he wouldn't have been ejected because it's technically the same thing that happened. Okay, hit her in the throat, but it was an accident. He was remorseful as soon as it happened. He was deeply apologetic, you know, and a lot of people don't apologize, but he did and, you know, he owned up to what happened and he didn't even, you know, argue. He literally just looked at the umpire, shook the hand and walked off. There was no kick up a stink. I wonder if he didn't have that rap sheet throughout the year, if the reaction would have been different and he, he might have been able to play on. Yeah, well, I think it's obvious. No matter whether people like to admit or not, there's different rules for different people. It's just the way the world works. And oh, would you know about that? I don't necessarily disagree with that. I think there should be. Um well, I think it's horses for courses. If you've got a track record and you do something wrong, you should get punished more. Like in the court legal system, I guess. If you've done nothing wrong before and it's a once-off, well, we'll let it slide. It's, it's especially Paul, I think, especially um, where the law is not involved. Even though I just made a reference to the legal system. But, yeah, I think you're right. I think there are different rules for different people. And like that Toby Green thing, if he had done it, it would have been leading off on talking footy and, Oh. Pretty classified and that off the top anywhere. saying how long should he get, but because it wasn't him, um, it wasn't even a free kick. So um, different rules for different people, but that's where we live it. And like I said, I don't disagree with that. I absolutely think there should be different rules for different people because um, life's not fair and that's just the <laughs> way it is. Well, I've lots of questions here from our listeners uh, that you can do, get by our Insta story. We I ask you every week on our Swanee and Friends Insta. Um, oh, yeah, and, and sport, and the answer is yes. Board has a massive asterisk on it this year. It just absolutely does. Well, NBA, you fight all year. Bucks get bowed out the second round. Um, You fight all year to earn top spot where you can play at home. You can't. You're playing on the same court every day with no friends, you know, with 10 friends and family. So, you know, it it evens the playing field. So, um, but that is what it is. It's, It's different. It's got an asterisk next to it. NFL. They're still playing at home with no team, so that might be okay. Um, baseball, they're in a hub, different, shorter season, different. AFL, I've said a thousand times, different. What other sports are there? 
that anyone cares about. <laughs> tennis, but yeah. Ten, tennis, tennis is different because um, half the big players aren't playing. Um, if they if they were played, that would be be game on because you're not allowed to talk at the tennis anyway, which is another one of my pet peeves. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. if, you're the, if, you're the, if you're the best player in the world, you should be able to handle a little bit of crowd noise. Which is what the US Open is normally renowned for, actually. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a little bit of chatter in the crowd isn't going to put someone off there hitting a forehand. It, it baffles me that the best players in the world fucking complain about a bit of noise. The same with golf. Uh, how sports should be quiet. People go and pay their hard-earned money. They can't fucking cheer and, and boo is beyond me. But, mm-hmm. um, yes, sports has a big asterisk to this year. From, um, Mes- racing. from Mesman72, hi, team. If you could remove one person from existence, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Dan Andrews is shooting up the ladder. Stop that. <laughs> if you could remove one person from existence, it would be remiss of me not oh. to say someone like Hitler, would it not? Um, well, yeah, well that, I don't think you can, I don't think you can do any any damage from here. So, so how can you, then what's the point of removing someone dead? Yeah, good point, Ralph. Well, because, yeah, so that's your bonus He was time person of the year, wasn't he? Which is fucking baffling. Mm. Um, so he was the first one to jump to mind. He would, you know, he'd obviously he's not a very nice person or wasn't. Mm. Um, but yeah, Dan Andrews is shooting pretty high up the list so- at the minute, mate. Would you rather a Dutch runner or a Cleveland steamer from Bird? <laughs> no, I refuse to answer. Uh, uh, yeah. well, well, hold on. I haven't answered. <laughs> Man of the people, Ralph. He's got to give them their answers. Depends, depends who's the other arm was for the, for the Dutch runner, I guess. <laughs> Do you have a preference? Yeah, well, yeah, well, yes. I've got plenty of preferences. <laughs> if, if someone came to you and said, Dane, to get us out of lockdown, you have to take part in a Dutch rudder. But you get to choose who the other arm is. Who would you choose? Hang on, but is it his arm or his pecker? Yeah, well, well, well uh, better than better than getting steamed on. <laughs> Ralph, what would you do? <laughs> well, I think you hit the nail on the head. It depends on his arm. Uh, from Willow, thoughts on the article saying tickling is child abuse. Another example of the world is fucked. We missed that article. Tickling is fucking child abuse because I used to get tickled all the time by my sister, not in a in a disgusting way, but like it's fucking torture. I hate being tickled. It hurts and it's annoying. Well, it's all degrees, isn't it? Yeah. Well, well whoever wrote that article, you know, in needs to be needs to be shot. I wonder, I uh, why do they call it a boxing ring when they fight in a square? <laughs> Such a great question. T Ward, what's a, what size? What's what's what shape is a is a ring? Did you just ask? <laughs> what? Dane. What? <laughs> We've got the name for the pot anyway. Um, for oh, Harry. What? No, what shape is I've, I've got. I've got rings that are square. You've got what rings that are square, have you? Like, like, what do you like mean, a, a finger ring and stuff like that. What's, what's the, the shape what's of the inside of the, of the finger ring, Dane? Yes. Pardon? What's the shape of the inside of the fingering? Stop making me say well, fingering fast because it sounds like I'm saying fingering. Where? Well, I'm not convinced. Good Lord. <laughs> From Harry Carter, will Swanee be getting himself piss-fit before the Albion opens up again? Oh, great question. Uh, that is a very good question. and It, it may take three years away. Our government's going in a minute, but um, I think I'm going to take my maiden voyage 
this weekend. Really? I think I'm going to climb back, climb back on that horse. To the lounge room or to the rooftop, Dane? <laughs> well, well, I'm not going to go on my rooftop. People would see me. But um, I think I was – I haven't drank for, just for many reasons, like I've said, but um, I could. I can't wait till October 26th. It's just too long. Um, so this weekend I think is the one I'm going to – I'm going to have a go, so I'll, I don't know how it's going to go because I haven't drank in a very long time, so um, we'll see you But, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your kind words. <laughs> From Garlic Prawns, uh, I don't know if that's his real name, uh, a big deal is made of Richmond. Do women mess around with each other in the change rooms? Well, I saw that as a kid. Sorry, can you just that deliver that one more time, please? A big deal is made of Richmond, I think, in relation to their club song. Do women mess about touching each other up in the change rooms? That's, that's, I imagine that's the same. The peephole I've got at the local showers is filled at the minute. I think Georgie t- touched on this, didn't she? She said it's like you're disrespectful. There, you know, there are some people that you can where their boundaries are because they're your teammates, and you can put how far you can push those boundaries, and you just be respectful of, you know. People's mm. bodies, I guess. Yeah. Well, well, from the from the mail that I get uh, every now and then, I would say yes, they are absolutely like they they muck around and, and fuck around. It's like a thing. Like if you're comfortable with people, you can just you just fuck around and have a laugh and have a good time. But um, I would say yes. Maybe not to the extent that stupid boys do, but mm. um, they certainly, I would imagine, have a bit of fun and relax. From Grant, what do you all see yourself doing in five years? <laughs> uh, Wearing a mask, getting, staying 1.5 yeah. metres away. Stage, just coming out of stage three. <laughs> oh, I genuinely five, have five no years. idea anymore. 2025, yeah, goodness me, who knows. Um, hopefully not a lot, hopefully not a lot. Um, sitting on a beach somewhere, relaxing. Mm, I had grand plans. I had grand plans and they're all gone down the drain. From Kelly, has Swanny been offered a job in Queensland now that Collingwood have made the finals? Uh, no, I haven't. I'm, I've been waiting with bated breath um, by my phone, waiting for an invitation. Um, Maybe it's because we're on the phone, Dana. It might come through after this. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Um, it's disappointing that I haven't been offered. I think I've got a lot to offer. Um, I think I can just quite easily slide into a um, commentary box. I think I give great commentary. I think I give honest, direct feedback mm. on what's happening in the game. Like I'd call a spade a spade. It'd just be like my Twitter account. Um, do while she's injury report, maybe. Yeah, well, I'd love to. I think we'll try and hook that up when I'm allowed. But um, if I'm not, I can do anything to get up the quiz. I'll be a fluffer for the boys so they wouldn't get in trouble <laughs> uh, if I had to. A couple of Dutch runners everywhere. If that's what they needed me for, I'd get out there and do it. Good for you. Um, Swanee, welcome from Jody. Uh, what will you do as soon as lockdown is down? Uh, oh, well, I'd have, I'm going to have see, see, see someone. That'd be nice. Uh, I'd be nice to be able to go to a bar and, and grab one off the wood and just... Um, Get one out of a tap. That'd be nice. Just be able to go to a re- restaurant or bar or mm. get anywhere and just have a drink with me, mate. That'd be nice. Sam, you? Yeah, it depends on what level of lockdown you're talking about. Because the first thing I'd absolutely fucking love to do is go home and see my family. I've got 
sick family members and new family members, baby. So I'd love to go to Perth, but that's at the end, that's long term end of lockdown goal. That's COVID normal, as we're going to be calling it. But I'm a bit the same as you, Dana. I, I live in Richmond now, and on Sunday I went for a walk just to grab a snack because I needed to leave the house. And a couple of the takeaway joints had got like you know like summer music that you imagine playing somewhere in like Mykonos or like a European summer country just though that background bangers were playing out loud in the street and it was a beautiful day there were people fucking everywhere there's a line outside Messina and I was like good lord to just sit outside the postie and have a gin and tonic in the sun would be pretty good yeah that'd be pretty good well you know, we actually well, I had a, another great idea um today I was going walking with the mate and you know how they're talking about getting this like outdoor dining um shit, shit going on in the city and stuff mm. yeah like now I obviously I live just off Chapel Street or just near Chapel Street. So I think it would be a great idea, like on Friday, Saturday nights, or, and I know traffic would be a nightmare, but if they, like, so they shut off from High Street to Dandenong Road, like the Winds End with all the restaurants, mm. they shut Chapel Street off and on Gravel Street, and they just had tables and chairs across the whole street with music playing during the summer, it's like three in the morning. How many people wouldn't be excited about that? Just walking down Chapel Street, fine. A bit like Hardware Lane. Yeah. Sitting down, sitting outside, Amazing. music playing, live music till 3 a.m. And then so in traffic, yeah, I can figure that out. But I think that would be a great idea to give us cellmates something to look forward to. Now, you mentioned yeah. High Street as the border there, Dane. Does that in <clears throat> which side of High Street? Because I just want to know if 161's included in this little idea of yours. Yeah, no. Well, that would be. I think mean, you can. We'll have chairs and tables outside um, for all the cooked <laughs> units sitting out there. Cooked, cooked. Absolutely, all the fresh, all the fresh fruit. Um, suck on. I've got a list idea for you too, by the way. Oh, thinking it is, which I'll give you notice. The, the the top five things you've seen since you've lived in that area. Oh lord. Um. Well, half of them probably half of them have been in this house at all hours of the day, so I probably can't repeat them. <laughs> the ones that just as an observer. Anyway. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll think of things, I'll jot them down. Okay. Um, from Ash, uh, Ralphie, do you get tired from being a non-stop shit peddler on Twitter? Well, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> it's a very good question. Great yeah, question. Well, no, I didn't. Just either, either, just press unfollow. That's all right. Um, from Real Horse Read, can Dane please read some more Urban Dictionary? No, so. he cannot. Absolutely. If, if, no. if someone gives me a good list, if someone gives me an enticing list to, that revolves around Urban Dictionary, I absolutely will. I'm Can sure I just, think of another, no. of another list. I just want to make something very clear to the listeners. As you've heard through this debacle of a podcast, we don't edit this podcast, nor do we have a production meeting. We literally log on and go, right, uh, sound check, yeah, good. Is there anything you want to talk about? No, I'm going to hit record. Okay, great. So we do not listen to what we're going to talk about, discuss what's going to be on. I have no way of controlling what's coming out of Dane's mouth. And we don't edit it. So if you encourage him to bring back and read out Urban Dictionary, we won't be here much longer. Well, if, if, if Ralph reads it out and it, and it sounds like a good idea for me, that I'll actually do some research and find a list to deal with Urban Dictionary. I'm trying to think of one. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll think I'll come up with five new oh. Urban Dictionary terms for, for something. I don't know what, but we'll think yeah, of something. Let's finish with a positive from Mike Calvin. Best thing about lockdown? Best thing. Let's finish with a Ah, best thing. Um, anyone else jump in? It's quite hard. Best thing yeah, about I'll, lockdown. I've got, I've got a clear favourite. Clear favourite. Oh, well, yeah. mine's a serious answer. Mine's going to be the, the effect on the environment. Been a, been boring a events and boring yeah. people you don't want to be have anything to do with and some of you just can't get out of. Yeah. Yeah. They're not yeah. on. 
not going to people's houses. Yeah, I was, I was, I was thinking that. I was thinking like to, you've got a you've got a great excuse not to see people. You can't be yeah. fucked seen. You guys live alone um, though. I'm at I'm at a. You guys don't live alone though. I'm at a point where I would go to some fucking ludicrous event just to see another human face to face. Yeah, I'm fucking ready. What do you, you want me to come wash your car? Absolutely, I'm fucking there. That's fair enough. Hey, uh, thanks everyone. Don't forget rate, rate, review, subscribe. Have you got a joke, Sonny? Um, no. Oh, don't. Sam? Well, I can. Hold on. I can. Um, I'll just go back on this listing. One of the listener ones that um that Ralph that um Sam. Put oh up. yeah, yeah, we can do that. So, so don't blame me. I was going to read. Is anyone you want me to read? No, these Sam? are no, these are not okay, mine. I'll, Let's I'll, just clarify. I'll do one to finish. Do you want one? I told my told my wife last night she needs to shave her cunt. I woke up bald this morning. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.